Hey folks, Randy Newberg here with another bonus episode of Leupold's Hunt Talk Radio. I apologize if this has an echo to it, but I am doing this in a hotel room with my laptop. So uh, it probably doesn't sound like it normally does. But anyhow, uh, because the New Mexico deadline is March 18th, which is only a little more than a week away, I thought I better get this bonus podcast out there and just give the real quick overview of how everything works in New Mexico. And uh, hopefully you'll take advantage of the opportunity and you'll draw a tag. And uh, as always, want to thank Leupold Optics for making this possible. Go to leupold.com, check out all their good stuff. Uh, Onyx Maps, uh, onyxmaps.com, use promo code Randy, save 20%. And go hunt, use promo code Randy, get $50 off the Insider, and get your name in the hat for a Wyoming Commissioner's Tag. So, with that, uh, the deadline for New Mexico, we always talk to start with the deadline, right? Is March 18th, which I believe is, uh, what is that? Uh, Wednesday, I think it is? Anyhow, but whatever, you don't want to miss out on it. And the deadline is 5 p.m., none of this midnight stuff, so don't... Don't go and do it and show up at 6 p.m. and say, oh, man, I can't believe I missed out. Uh, Yeah, you'd miss out. So the brief overview of New Mexico is there's no point system. Woo-hoo! No points. Uh, And what that means is if you've been applying in New Mexico for zero years, and I've been applying for 20-some years, we both have the same chance every year. So... There's no penalty for having to take a year off. There's no uh, advantage for applying year after year. Without a point system, your opportunity is just as good as the person who's been doing it forever. So, And it also makes the system a lot easier. Um, Some of these point schemes require some borderline PhD in statistics and probability. Uh, Not in New Mexico. What you do need to know in New Mexico is you got to buy a non-resident, non-refundable hunting license, which is going to cost you $65. And then there are some other stamps. Uh, one of them is mandatory. I think it's the $4 stamp, and then there's also a $5 stamp. So by the time you you buy both of those stamps, uh, you're in at $74. And then you do have to front the money for your tag applications. So... Regardless of what species it is that you apply for, most people think of elk when they think of New Mexico. Uh, the elk, there are there's two different types of license. One is standard, and you'll see in the regulations it has an S by it. And when you draw or apply for the standard elk permit, these are lower demand ones. Now, that's why they're, they're lower priced. The non-resident fee is $548. Now, if you step up to one of the really treasured ones, they're going to have a Q or an HD, quality or high demand. And there you're going to have to front $773. So we've been talking about how you would allocate $1,000 if you had that as your budget for tag applications each year. And what I've talked about is apply for Arizona. That'll cost you just under $200 probably $175, then apply in uh, New Mexico, and that's gonna you're going to have to front the majority of your $1,000 then. But then when you get your refund, 
uh, go hunt in Idaho or Colorado on an over-the-counter tag and then buy a point in Wyoming for next year. So it's a way to make $1,000 go a long ways. Uh, New Mexico holds your money. Usually we find out sometime in late April. So they hold your money for a little more than a month. And uh, it's all online, so you got to do it with a credit card. Um, and the fee, I'm trying to remember, I think the fee, the application fee is 10 or 12 $13, something like that. So, again, you're out a little bit of money. But once you decide you're going to do uh, New Mexico, you have to understand how their system works. And the system works in three different pools of tags. And then within each pool of tags, the draw is conducted the same. So let's talk about what those three pools of tags are. There is the resident pool, which is 84% of the tags. That leaves 16% to be split between the last two pools. Well, the second pool is what's called the outfitter pool. And that can be residents or non-residents can use the services of an outfitter. And you put the outfitter number in your application and you're competing for 10% of the tags. And again, it can be residents or non-residents. So that takes care of 94% of the tags. The last 6% of the tags goes to the self-guided non-resident who is not using the services of an outfitter. So the downside of New Mexico is we're competing for a very small, small number of tags. Uh, just kind of how it is. It's, you know, I wish it was different, but the, the option is to not apply, and I'm going to apply, so <laughs> even if the odds of drawing are, are low. So this gets to the strategy of your application, because most people I know are going to be in that little pool of 6% of the non-resident tags for those people not using the services of an outfitter. So when the percentage of tags allocated to your pool is that small, you want to make sure you have a good strategy in place. And New Mexico looks at your first three choices before it goes on to the next one. And it gives you some other choices, but just ignore them. Um, they only look at the first three. And the fourth and sometimes fifth choice, depending on the species, they'll let you put something in there that is uh, some sort of depredation hunt or something that you're probably not going to want to travel to New Mexico to do. So with that, you think about, okay, I, I get three bites at the apple here before they leave my application and go on to the person standing in line behind me. So what I do, I always apply for a very, very difficult tag as my first choice. My second choice, mm, not quite as difficult, but still pretty difficult. And then my last choice is always one where I think, you know what, I'm going to draw this tag, even though... <laughs> I usually don't. Uh, I usually have a last choice where my odds, if I look at the Go Hunt Insider, I can see what the odds are, and they're usually over 10%. And yeah, it's not a high demand hunt, it's not a glory tag, but there's still a chance I might end up in New Mexico going on a, on a hunt. And uh, that's, for me, that's the important part. I got to get the tag. That's my, my ticket to get in the door. So, now that you know that they've used these three choices in that order, be thinking about that when you're filling out your application. And whether it's antelope, elk, deer, uh, 
bighorn sheep. They have the the exotics of oryx, uh, ibex, and outad sheep. <clears throat> um, so the the same process works for all of them. And uh, be thinking of that. I just I have so many people I I talk to. They're like, oh yeah, I put in whatever as my first choice because I wanted to make sure I drew. I'm like, oh no no no, that's kind of the backwards way of doing it. But <clears throat> so. Um, when you look at, <coughs> excuse me, when you look at how the seasons are split up in, uh, New Mexico, uh, the elk seasons, there's usually five elk seasons in each unit. And I'm saying generally here, not exactly every unit, but there's usually an early archery season, which is September 1st through the 14th. And then there's a late archery season, which is September 15th through the 24th. And then the first firearm season, sometimes it's a muzzleloader season, sometimes it's a youth season, sometimes it's a mobility impaired season. And then following that first firearm season, they have two other firearm seasons, which depending on the unit, one of them might be rifle, both of them might be rifle. So you, uh, <coughs> excuse me, when you look at the, the draw odds, the later in the season, the easier the draw odds are because you've already had three or four other hunts going on before you have had that or before your tag goes on, starts. And then in the antelope hunts, um, those are mostly in August. The archery seasons are in early August. And then depending on the unit, they break it down into two, sometimes three very short window, two to three day rifle hunts. Uh, yeah, and then back to the elk hunts. The elk hunts, all the firearm hunts are five days also. So you don't have a lot of time. You, you One of the, the strategies New Mexico uses to get more people in the hills is by having more seasons but shorter seasons. That, that just allows for more people to at least have a chance. Um, the deer seasons, uh, a little bit all over the map. They're probably less consistent. The higher demand deer seasons are going to be the deer seasons in November, the rifle deer seasons, and then the archery seasons that are there in first 15 days of January, it is. And then as far as sheep, um, that's so hard. I I used to uh, apply for sheep in New Mexico, but I don't anymore uh, just because I don't want to front $3,173 for odds that are way less than if I were to do one of these nonprofit raffles with the Rocky Mountain Bighorn Society or the Wild Sheep Foundation or whoever. Um, so if you're interested, you can throw your hat in the ring for sheep in New Mexico, but I don't just because of that. Um, but most people are going to focus on elk, and that's why I spend most of my time uh, talking about New Mexico and talking about the elk hunts. And there are some super, super high quality elk hunts. Uh, I, in fact, I think if you drew a tag in New Mexico, you'd have a heart, you'd almost have to go out of your way to have a bad elk hunt. Um, I could be wrong. Someone's going <laughs> to email me and say, wait a second, Newberg. Uh, there's this hunt that I had and that was a bad hunt. <laughs> uh, but it's uh it's just some there's a reason why the demand is that high i guess there's lots of public land the season dates are very good 
and the quality of elk, the age class, is excellent. Um, so that's really the, the quick and dirty overview of New Mexico. And I, I know some people are going to be like, Randy, that didn't take very long. And it doesn't take that long to talk about New Mexico, mostly because it doesn't have a really elaborate point scheme. You don't have to spend a half hour talking about all these, you know, squaring this point and what's on bonus points and what's on preference points. Um, if you have youth hunters, uh, New Mexico has some of the best youth tags in the, in the entire country. Um, they're really, really good hunts. Uh, there is no age limit in New Mexico. Um, you just have to have had uh, hunter education. And so if you're, the kid in your house is able to pass hunter education at age nine, they can go hunting in New Mexico. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some really young people out hunting in New Mexico. And where I live in Montana, the age is 12 for the most part. And uh, I look at it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that kid can't be more than eight years old. But... Uh, and uh, a lot of people ask things like, well, if I need to, can I turn my tag back? Um, pretty restrictive uh, rules about turning your tag back in. Um, it wouldn't, uh, <laughs> if you get the tag, it wouldn't be something you want to turn back in. Um, so uh, other than that, I'm sitting here going through my notes. Uh, we have a YouTube video out there that has a little more detail than this. If you want the absolute super, super in-depth version of everything about New Mexico, uh, I'm just looking at my Go Hunt Insider here online as I'm doing this. And uh, they have one application strategy article just on sheep and antelope. They have another on deer. They have another on elk. Um, and... Those are pages and pages and pages. Each of them are. Uh, so go to thegohunt.com, uh, sign up for the Insider, use promo code Randy. Uh, you'll get $50 of mad money in their, their gear shop. And you'll get in the, the drawing for a uh, Wyoming commissioner's tag. We've now acquired that tag, and we know somebody's going to draw it uh, just by using promo code Randy. Uh, but... The, the reason for doing it is their strategy articles are just unbelievable. Way more than what I can cover in a short podcast. Uh, and I always download the regulations. Uh, go to New Mexico Game and Fish website. Download their, their regulations. Read them. They, have, they do a really good job of pointing out what's new this year. Um, and so those are the first things I always read because I've been doing this forever. If something has changed... I really want to know about it and I read that piece that says what's new this year um, and other than that don't miss the deadline of March 18th get your application in uh, use your three choices in a in in a very intelligent manner and maybe you're gonna be the lucky one who has a New Mexico elk or deer or antelope tag this year so anyhow appreciate you being here uh, try to keep these short and sweet. Thanks for listening.